We're in mid heat wave at the moment. I haven't even noticed. I have, I'm just staying indoors. Really? Actually, no, I, to be fair, I got sweaty at midnight yesterday while sitting in some <laughs> shorts. So the, the flat heats up towards the end of the day. Right. Okay. I was going to say that surely the heat is just burgeoning through your walls at this point. Right now, I'm not doing too bad. I am, I am not, I am not, I'm not sweaty at all. I'll give you that much, okay. dear everybody who's listening. Well, for, for our X-rated listeners, I'm just going to say I'm only wearing shorts right now. Only wearing <gasps> shorts. Oh boy, I've got shorts, t-shirt, and trainer socks. That's how warm it is in this flat. It's absolutely roasting. Oh boy, that's a shame. Have you got all your curtains closed? That's like step one. Close the curtains, no, why would you stop do letting that? the sunlight in. Why? So you can stop letting the sunlight in and it doesn't but heat But then it's dark and it's like a nice day. Well, it's not dark in my room and I've got the curtains closed. <laughs> They're like thin curtains, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> the other room, my bedroom is thick curtains and then I, 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 now you don't go in there during the day so I go in at night time after it's been a really hot day and the room is like a fridge it's great, but also, no sunlight has heated everything up surely everyone outside's like oh that house has got all its curtains pulled I wonder what's going on in there drugged in and they'd be right yeah exactly they are welcome to join the party anytime <laughs> okay uh, yeah, so how, so you've actually not experienced the heat wave yet? I've not, I've not had any real big problems with it, so I'm okay with that. I do know for a fact that people are going to die because of this. I don't want to take it too lightly. Uh, it's a shame that the UK infrastructure is not designed to stand withstand heat or cold. Yeah, basically every train was cancelled today. Yeah, every train ever. Aye, and the most vulnerable people are the ones who will suffer. Whereas I'm not super vulnerable. I'm very flexible as to where I am at any given time. So. I'm okay for now. Okay. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. So yeah, Europe is 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 crazy hot. It is. Yeah, some of the temperatures are unbelievable. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't survive. Places in France and Belgium recording their highest temperatures in history of temperatures. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and in history of everything else too. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's it's hot out there. Take take care, everybody. Take care, everybody. Uh, Although by the time you listen to this, it will be significantly colder. But yeah, by the time you listen to this, it will have thunderstormed in Glasgow. I'm looking forward to the thunder. I don't know. Heat is the worst of them. I can deal with all the weather, but heat. You can't escape heat. Yeah, no, I'm I'm actually with you on that. If you're going to ask me, do you want a day which is absolutely Baltic or do you want a day which is so hot that you're unable to do anything? Give me the cold. Give me the ice. Give me the cold day. I'll take frozen pipes over water evaporating when it comes out the tap. Matches my cold heart. Aw. <laughs> it just matches my desire to wear layers and layers of clothes. <laughs> People can't see my skinny legs if I've got on four layers. Oh, man. Okay. Welcome, everybody. This is Seesaw Parade episode 174. I'm calling. These numbers are getting high. They are almost high. as high as the temperatures in Europe. <laughs> almost, almost there. James, uh, say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome to uh, Scotland's least all podcast, the longest running. Uh, do you know what? No, James, do you want to do it? You can do it. You can say. You know it. what? Welcome to Scotland's coolest show because hey. I remember to close my curtains. I, I, yeah, but I didn't. I've got some water here. I have half a bottle of whiskey in the fridge that's about yeah. it all your other scottish podcasters have sweat dripping down their faces absolutely not this one okay right let's dive in shall we we have in my memory i'm unable to recall a show which is going to have so many trailers and so many movie things to talk about but that's mainly down to comic-con yeah we are we are going to be skipping so much <laughs> real life news to talk about 
Films and TV. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Prime Minister in Britain, there's a new one. What? Who cares? Don't care. It's the same as the last one, but he's got a penis. Yeah. <laughs> gonna talk he is a penis he probably hasn't frolicked in wheat fields before we're gonna talk about that he's frolicked in other things (laughs) yes he has including threatening to break journalists legs (laughs) what a great guy he is but we'll talk about bj later on come back to that later yeah okay starting with phase four everybody marvel has announced their new slate of superhero movies and TV shows you can expect yeah, for yeah, yeah. basically the next five years. That's not a long time. It's a long time. And as much as I'm excited for a lot I of these... I said it's not a long time. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a lot. So I'll rephrase. There's a lot of stuff in here. Yeah. And if uh, if we weren't already approaching like peak superhero, then this to me is definitely it. There's some things I'm really excited about in this, which I'm about to take through, uh, but some of them less hyped for. Right. Let's start with the one which really caught my attention, Blade. Blade, I've been c- crying for this since since day one of the podcast. Yeah, so this is the uh, the kind of iconic vampire superhero famously played by Wesley Snipes. It's being yeah, rebooted. Yeah. They've done a pretty good thing by not offering him <laughs> the job again. Yes, they did. They have actually got Mahershala Ali to play the iconic character, Oscar winner, Golden Globe winner, all-round good guy, fabulous actor. Excellent organ player. I mean, I am I was surprised to see that they got him, but now that I see him, I can envision him playing it. He's, he was born to play it. It makes, it makes a lot of sense. He's like, yeah, I'm, I, I like this. Okay, let's fire on. Black Widow, of course. We've known about this for a while. They were talking yeah, about... The note, the, the note is that we'll talk about all these things a lot more in the future. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, a couple great. sentences for now. Uh, so that is coming up. That's the next Marvel film. It's out May 2020. David Harbour and Rachel Weisz are in the cast, wow. which is cool. David Harbour? Yeah, they're they're good, fashionable actors. Stranger, Stranger Things guy? Yeah, that guy from Stranger Things and also uh, Hellboy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rachel Weisz, who's been in everything dramatic which has ever been good yeah she's very fashionable okay going on to eternals this one to me screams franchise they are trying hard to make this a big one yeah so this has got its headline by angelina jolie and richard madden from game of thrones slash bodyguard yeah as well as uh, some of my favorite kind of actresses slash actors who are never never usually top billing but are still pretty cool. Looking at you, Salma Hayek. Yeah. Uh, or Hayek. And Camille. Camille Nanjiani. And uh, Brian Tyree Henry, who has been in some of my favourite films of the last year, particularly in Widows. If you're yet to see Widows, it is super, but he's brilliant. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, so aside from, like, Angelina herself, the cast is pretty pretty solid in terms of their acting capabilities. Oh, yeah. Which is great. And their humour capabilities. So it's like... Curious to see them going for such a huge name lead on top of the rest. So, like, I suppose maybe they'll give her the role of just like be the be the the emotionless protagonist that just does stuff. Yeah, I guess she's going to be the the lead character slash woman, and this will then become Eternals two and Eternals three. And for those of you who don't know, this is basically humans who have superhero powers. Yeah, which is like quite a lot of other superheroes. It's, it's, I, don't, I don't really see the way this stands out. I can't remember what so, makes the Eternals interesting because they've like altered historical events and things. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that does make it interesting. To be yeah. fair, okay, let's move on to the Marvel film in Phase Four with the best slash worst title: Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Are you kidding? 
That's a that's a beautiful title. It's, I mean, I really, really like it, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, uh, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's Doctor Strange. You can do that. Well, that's the whole point. Now that they've done their four, their like big phase, they've done their whole giant first stories all done. Yep. They have to go weird and they have to go off book. They have to do new things to stay interesting. So like Doctor Strange going a bit mystic and a bit universal, that's the way to go. So two other things about this. Scarlet Witch is also in this movie and Kevin Feige described it as the MCU's first scary movie. I hope it is scary. That's what we need. We need Yeah, I hope so too. We need lots of different things now. Okay, going on, two more uh, that we're going to talk about in depth. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Now, this is the one I know the least about. Yeah, me too. It's a, pro- it's a property very similar to Guardians of the Galaxy, which, you know, very few people, unless you're a comic book nerd, really were aware of. Yeah. But seeing how Guardians took off and has taken off, then I'm fully expecting this to be just as successful. Uh, the actual villain Mandarin is set to be the antagonist, as opposed to Ben Kingsley playing it in Iron Man 3. Right, yeah. So, aside from it just being, like, a really good film to produce because you know trying to add some diversity to the marvel hero roster yeah what does make this stand out as a as a film idea do we know Uh, i don't actually no i think it's just almost the martial arts mystic arts side of things if we have some good martial arts i'm keen like we need more of that in our lives that's what i imagine this film will be going for a little bit of the mystic a little bit of asian oriental influences that should be cool yeah we need like Marvel's made some mistakes in the past with this, so step up. They're doing that. Well done. Okay, and lastly, in terms of headlines, Thor 4 is on its way. It's called Thor Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. It's definitely not like a porn parody. (laughs) The main things to note here is Taika Waititi is back as director, which is excellent news, as is Natalie Portman, who will be playing... A female Thor. Hey, female Thor. That is a thing already established in the universe. So this comes from the comic books. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm just really interested into how they actually get there. Because at the moment, she just plays Jane. Yeah. Jane Foster. Thor's on-off interest. Yeah, it's interesting because like, I, I believe the way I know this is that like Thor Thor does the whole disgraced Thor thing again and becomes yeah. not Thor for a while. And then she takes up Thor. Thor's mantra in the meantime, or Thor's yep. and picks up the hammer and whatnot, because she's worthy. Rah, 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 rah. So it would be weird to see them be like, Thor's not worthy uh, again in the universe when they've already done that storyline kind but, of twice. But that to me is the only way they can do it. Well, maybe it's like Thor's gone off world. He's exploring the universe and he and we've worked out because Thor is now Odin too, that he can pass on his Thordom to someone else. Because Thor is totally Odin right now as well, because Odin died and now the Odin force is in Thor. Okay, now to move on, this those were the, the films which were highlighted at uh, San Diego Comic Con by Kevin Feige. And in his final sentence, literally as he's walking off the stage, he said, Sorry, we also don't have time to tell you about Guardians of the Galaxy 3, yeah. Captain Marvel 2, yeah. Black Panther 2, yeah. Fantastic Four, yeah. and Mutants, which is yeah. a reboot X-Men. of X-Men. That was just like a final sentence. You're like, what? you can't just leave us with that. Yeah, none of the first three are interesting. We all knew. Yeah. There was more gonna be more Guardians, Mark, Captain Marvel, and Black Panther. That was just guaranteed. It's yep. just it's nice to hear them again confirming that they are going into the Fantastic Four story and they are going into X-Men. Like they they're getting more and more committed to those because those again are 
groups that are offer a different perspective on the Marvel universe, and you can do interesting things with. So I'm excited. I'm yeah, I'm looking forward to that. The most notable one for me is Fantastic Four because that will be the third attempt at Fantastic Four in my lifetime, and certainly in you know I remember the first one came out and Chris Evans was still kind of skinny. Yeah, I know, right? Imagine if they just recast him. <laughs> here you go Chris we know you want to be in the Marvel Universe come back and uh, mutants that all sounds good to me I mean the only question I have is well what happened to the new mutants film which was apparently finished a year ago and well, is just sitting in Fox's library I'm sure that similarly to like what Sony can do with Spider-Man characters Fox will still do its own standalone X-Men films okay with X-Men characters but now that Fox and Disney are the same thing for films, it's a lot easier for them to collaborate and make things right. together as well. So, okay. I don't know. It should be cool. It'll be nice to have a new start to the X-Men stuff because some of those were bad. Some of those were good. Third, third try lucky. Yeah. For both, actually. Fantastic Four and X-Men. Third try lucky. Let's do it. Worked for Spider-Man. It did indeed. Now, let's talk about the glut of film trailers, which also dropped over the Comic-Con weekend. Uh, we've got a lot coming up. We've got four films and four TV shows to talk about. Before we get to Boris, let's start with It Chapter 2. To the losers. We made an oath. I swear. If it isn't dead. If it ever comes back. We'll come back too. We didn't stop it. The clown. Yeah, so we've discussed this before, but the first one was a teaser with Jessica Chastain. This one has yeah. more uh, of a story to it. You've got Jessica Chastain, James McAvoy. Yeah, they, they show you all the kids in child form and adult form. Yeah, Bill Hader, and then you've got the guy from the Old Spice commercials. Yeah. What did you tell? <laughs> what What did you think about this? Ugh, I preferred the teaser by a long way. So did I. This was like a fan cut of a film. This wasn't a trailer. This was someone doing like a music video for a film. This was, to me, a generic horror movie yeah. film trailer. It looked a whole lot less interesting. Like I started giggling at Pennywise's voice again. You should never put his voice in the trailers um, for any length of time. <laughs> it's because it's meant to be haunting in a way, but it's just a bit weird. <laughs> it's just real funny. <laughs> I was a bit creeped out by some of the scenes until he started chatting again. And also, how many times do we need to have a Hall of Mirrors horror trope? Yeah, like Stranger Things can get away with it. And I've not quite reached there yet, but I've, I've, heard, I've, I've basically had the whole show spoiled on because I've been so slow. Oh, right. It's uh, uh, Also, Jordan Peele's Us had a Hall of Mirrors in it this year. So like some, pe some people can get away with it. And so did John Wick, right? Some people can get away it with did. it. John Wick 2, I believe. Um, some some people get away with it because they're doing like a parody or they're or they're doing a callback to the 80s. So John Wick was doing callbacks to 80s action, and Stranger Things is doing callbacks to 80s horror. But like everybody can't do callbacks; it just becomes just doing it again. <laughs> so I don't know. Like they sh they reveal too much of the film. It all looks so ex like explosive and huge and dramatic and not really scary or tense. It just looks like constant drama now, and I don't want 
an it film is just constant drama yeah the, the the reason the first one worked was because it found that mix of okay some of this is actually scary yeah with a mix of a little bit of horror yeah and it was also funny yeah and heartfelt all, all at the same time yeah whereas this one just looks like jessica chastain being moody a bunch of adults are coming to punch a clown in the face but they have to go <laughs> through a series of explosions first could that please be the Blu-ray synopsis? Yeah, I'll change the... I'll edit the IMDb synopsis. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Let's talk about Top Gun Maverick. This is the long-awaited sequel to the iconic 80s movie yeah. featuring Tom Cruise. Yeah. Uh, let's have a listen. Combat medals. Citations. Only man to shoot down three enemy planes in the last 40 years. <laughs> Yet you can't get a promotion, you won't retire. Despite your best efforts, you refuse to die. You should be at least a two-star admiral by now. Yet here you are, Captain. Why is that? It's one of life's mysteries, sir. Like it wasn't enough to just call his character Maverick. He had to also make us all definitely well aware that he doesn't agree with the system. He hasn't been promoted in forever. Strange for a character <laughs> called Maverick. You wouldn't expect that. You'd expect him to be like playing by the rules. Like, why are you focusing on that for the trailer? It's just a given. I, I don't. Sorry, know. this trailer is Tom Cruise being Tom Cruise, doing Tom Cruise things, starring Tom Cruise literally all this trailer is i'm all for that though i'm not i'm really not if you want to make a film and just do what you want i don't need to see it people will enjoy it they look like they've tried really hard with the flight scenes yeah i mean the flight scenes look great they look impressive i think i'd probably feel a bit sick watching them on any prolonged <laughs> period of time on a giant screen but well done high effort i just don't see what the point of the film is for me this just goes back to what we've talked about before which is when you see certain actors in films you just see them as themselves. So this literally is just a film about Tom Cruise because yeah. I can't buy into his character. Well, I don't buy into Tom Cruise in general. I, I try to avoid his films these days. Is he a real person? No, because he's, he's like, he thinks he's an alien in a human body. <laughs> and have you heard his laugh? It's not real. Have you is seen it? his eyes? They're not real. He's got a front tooth. And no, the front tooth is a human <laughs> trait. That's fine. But like, no, Tom Cruise, I, I don't agree with him in general. I, right. Like, I'm I I'm I'm boycotting Tom. Okay. I did enjoy Corridor Digital's YouTube video where they they face they did a they they face swap Tom in for, because uh, you can do the whole what is it called now deep fake they deep oh, yeah. fake Tom in to one of their videos and that was funny. Deep fakes are creepy. Let's move on, shall we? Yeah, that was a, that was a brief aside. Yes, indeed, we're diverging off topic. Let's talk about our third film trailer of the day. This is King's Man. <laughs> Which is the which, which is a lie because there seems to be more than one of them. Exactly, but it's the prequel to the Kingsman franchise. Let's have yeah. a listen. Throughout time, our people robbed, lied, and killed. Until one day, we found ourselves noblemen. But that nobility never came from chivalry. Came from being tough. I know you want to fight, but there are other ways of doing your duty. Ralph Fiennes saying words. Explosion. This. I'm going to start with this. Actually, totally uninspiring. Yeah. Boring. Yeah. Dull. Yeah. 
I have zero but, interest in seeing this film. But did you see those stylish suits? No, all I saw is them rocking up to the same store with the same lovely type font on the window. Wait, is the store called Kingsman? Is that why the film's called Kingsman? I, I mean, James, putting two to two together, that's solid logic. Yeah. I'm unsure if the science will back you up. Oh, man. I don't know. It's just, it looks boring, right? It does, absolutely. I don't want to see a whole bunch of, like, privileged, posh Englishmen punching people. Like, it didn't scream satire to me. If it screamed satire and humor, I'd be like, keen. But it doesn't. It just screams we're trying to make a high-value, high, high high-production film about white people in suits punching stuff. Do you know what this film trailer was? If you were un... If you were unaware of the Kingsman franchise and you watched this trailer, you'd think it was a serious war drama. You might. Is that what they're going for? Maybe. I don't know. Are they going for like a gritty reboot with no humour? I'd hope not. I mean, the first the first Kingsman is good. It's, it's yeah. good fun. Yeah. And also it has that element of gross-out humour, particularly with the scene at the very end. Yeah. Which completely yeah. throws the whole feel of the movie. Yeah, it's questionable at times. It is. Scream is a bit of Austin Perry's every now and then. The second the second film is much worse, but yeah. if this is some sort of gritty prequel reboot where there's maybe one or two throwaway lines, I don't I don't really want to see it. But you know, maybe maybe that's what they're, they're listening to us. They've listened to the podcast. They've heard me complain about films just being the same all the time, so you've got to try to aim for different genres every release. Okay. And they're just doing a bad job of it. Maybe they weren't funny in the 40s. Maybe. Ma- yeah, men weren't funny in the 40s. It's true. Well, talking off... I've never heard someone from the 40s and gone, ha ha ha, you're funny. <laughs> well, talking off... Uh... Laughing at people from the 1940s, Adolf Hitler. That was a lie, by the way. I have. Okay, is uh, <laughs> the, I was going to say he's the star of the new film from Taika Waititi, but that's not, yeah. it's not entirely correct. So this is the trailer for Jojo Rabbit, and I would uh, oh, encourage you to go and just check this out. Just a teaser. It's quite short, less than a minute. Let's hit play. Hey, Jojo, my old friend. Hi, Adolf. What's wrong, little man? They call me a scared rabbit. Let them say whatever they want. People used to say a lot of nasty things about me. Oh, this guy's a lunatic. Oh, look at that psycho. He's going to get us all killed. So, for a brief synopsis, this is a kid who, from what I can tell, gets bullied... In the Hitler youth. ...and has an imaginary friend... Who's Hitler. Who is is Hitler. Yeah. This is as Taika Waititi an idea as I could ever have seen. And I know he's written this and he's also directed it. And he's Hitler. Is, is that him? Yeah, 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 look at me with my knowledge and stuff. You're correct. Well done. No, I, oh, boy. I watched it and I thought... I was just thinking, that must actually be Hitler. How did they get him? <laughs> no, I was looking at it thinking, who's playing that? Taika obviously is just under lots of makeup and prosthetics, but he has yeah. distinct New Zealander look to him. Yeah, and accent. Which kind of slips through a wee bit. A little bit, but it's yeah. but the whole point is that this is a satire. Yeah, and it really is. Like like I was saying for the Kingsman, like this is every moment seems like a satire. So I'm keen. Right, and this is the exactly the kind of film I want to see. Like I watched this trailer and thought I want to see this. And you know what? Maybe a maybe a side effect will be that people have a raised awareness of of Hitler, <laughs> and like what he was like, <laughs> and that's a good thing because currently we seem to have completely forgotten about. Like what? What happened in Nazi Germany? Well, do you think this this film will shed a light on that? Somewhat, hopefully, at least a little bit, right? If you're going to make a satire, sorry, sorry, sorry. somewhat, hopefully, a little bit, maybe at least. (laughs) If you're going to like do a satire about anything to do with Nazi Germany and everything that happened in that time, 
there has to be one or two little like, come on, everybody, wake up. Do you not see the parallels to what's going on in the world right now? Yeah, no, that's that's、It's、a like, good point. There are some serious parallels to what's going on in the world right now, and I would respect Taika all the more if he managed to do that. To me, this film is doing exactly what you just mentioned, which is something new, something fresh, something which has come completely out of left field, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. Me too. Right before we move on to TV, I'm、oh、not gonna、goodness. play a clip here, but we're just gonna discuss <laughs> the trailer for Cats. Yeah. So Cats the musical is now being made into a film. It、uh-huh. stars、uh, Judy、everyone. Dench, James Corden, Jason Derulo, Idris Elba. Yeah, everyone in their cat is in this film. So yeah, just because Rebel Wilson, Rebel Wilson's in it as well. Yeah, just because the CGI is among the worst I've seen this year. Yeah, do we owe Will Smith's Aladdin and Sonic the Hedgehog an apology? Oh no. Uh, I'll give an apology to Sonic the Hedgehog once they once they re-release. Yep, their character designs, and I'll give an apology to Will Smith.、Uh, maybe someday. I'm I'm yet to see Aladdin. I'm hoping to see it this week. Yeah, it, it might be passable. It might be okay. But like seriously, like some of the CGI for this was terrible. Yeah, what do you think's gone through the mind of the people who are who are doing the CGI here? Because it, like the faces, in some cases, the face isn't actually matching. The actions of the body. It's not tracked. It's not even tracked well. Yeah,、uh, it's not lit. It's not lit consistently. It's not lit, mate. So the faces are brighter than the rest of the scene, which is just not a thing that happens.、Uh, I I don't know. Like the problem with blaming a CGI is that they probably didn't get given enough time or enough budget to do this well. Some random producer was like, "Okay, and then we'll just do the CGI, and that's real easy and fast because of technology." Yeah. And then all the CG artists are like. Working overtime and not getting paid, and trying their, to do the best they can, but like this stuff where you're trying to do photorealistic human cats, as much as we, as people outside in the real life, don't don't actually know what a human cat looks like. We know what human eyes look like. Yep. We know what human features look like. We can probably imagine what they look like if they just had hair on them. So when something comes out, the other end just looking creepy and not quite real and a bit dead inside. Yeah. It 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 it's it's worse than if it just looked ca- like cartoonish. They should have just made it look cartoonish. Do you know what it is? It's the kind of anthropomorphic creatures who I see sitting in the corner of my room when I have a night terror. It's a wee bit reminiscent of that. Or like, yeah, there's a there's a lot of. Comparisons here to to things that people have generally had issues with for for years. You know the 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 darker scenes in the internet where people draw hypersexualized versions of their favorite kids' TV characters. Yeah, absolutely. And some of these screamed that kind of stuff. Like it was like someone was doing um some fantasy of aristocrats. Aristocats. <laughs> sorry. Right. Let's move on, shall we? Go and check out that. Uh, and、don't. all the trailers we talk about. Save your, save your eyes, save your soul. Don't, don't watch the cats trailer. We, we'll watch it for you. May have like a bird box effect on you. You might go mad. You might. Let's talk about TV trailers. We got four、yes. for you. We talked about Kingsman. How about Watchmen, James? It's far superior. So much better than Kingsman. I think if you put, depending on where you put the emphasis in this title, it, it could mean two very different things. It could. Watchmen. It could mean it could mean three things. To be fair, you could be talking about many of watches. You could be talking about watching men, or you could be talking about the Watchmen. Okay, well, we're we're talking about the latter here. Let's have、yeah. a listen to the clip. We convinced ourselves that they were gone, but they were just hibernating. They came for everybody. Oh, please. 
coordinated simultaneous attacks at the homes of Tulsa PD. So the cops hide their faces, and now the bad guys don't know where they live. And who doesn't want a secret identity? James, hit me with your take on this. First trailer made me curious. Second trailer concreted it, solidified it, made me like keen to see this. Yeah. It actually looks good, and I'm wondering what's happening in the universe. I hope they handle the story well. Because, again, it's a similar thing to what I was saying about, about Jojo, wherein, like, there are some really big potentials to say, hey, look at the message of this story. Isn't this yep. super unrealistic? But wait, it's actually happening in real life. There's a couple of things with this trailer, with this show, which I believe is Amazon Prime, is it? I think it is, yeah. Okay, which is the first of the two shows we're going to talk about here, which is also, which is very close to, or rather will make me buy an Amazon Prime subscription. I am sold on this show, absolutely. I'm also sold on what they're teasing in this trailer, the the storyline and where they're going with it. And as you say, the fact that they can touch on topics which are relevant today and just do something fresh that's not just repeating essentially the Watchmen storyline of the film. Yeah, they're not just recreating the story again. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're doing a follow-up. I like this. Let's talk about, just whilst we're talking about Amazon Prime, uh, The Boys. Now, the this Boys. comes out on Amazon Prime this Friday. It is Carl Urban, who you'll know from basically everything. He's uh, amazing. Judge Dredd, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings. Thor. Thor, yes, indeed, before he... He died? Yeah, he died. Yeah. Sorry, spoiler. But anyway. Spoiler alert for the previous Thor film. Talking of superheroes and Amazon Prime, The Boys is Carl Urban as a superhero killing Londoner. And here is a clip. My deepest condolences to Robin's family. She just stepped in the middle of the street. I I couldn't. She was a half step off the fucking curb. Now, come on, Huey, just uh, don't get upset. Soups lose hundreds of people each year. It's a collateral damage. It's fucking diabolical. They're all like that? All of them. I've got the boys together. Jonas. I am excited for this. This looks like just exactly what we need when we've got superhero burnout, is yep. watching some people take vengeance on superheroes for being so entitled and dumb all the time. Fun fact, this is produced by Seth Rogen. Or Seth Rogen. Oh, Seth Rogen. <laughs> yes, that guy. Well, well, lad, he does some good stuff, that Seth. He's a creative fella. So this, yeah, this this looks great. It really does. Like, high levels of violence and stuff, I'm all for it. <laughs> some of the early reviews are in, they're very positive, which is oh, great. Good. They're saying Carl good. Urban mainly gets the accent, which is fine by me. Oh, yeah, that's fine. You don't have to do Londoner accents accurately. That's true. Simon Pegg is also among the supporting cast. And yeah. to me, like, this, talking of Watchmen, I was getting some Watchmen film vibes... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so Watchmen, the original story, the the graphic novel and film are very much like a, a, a dark take on superheroes, like questioning the morality of superheroes and what they do. And this looks like a, a, taking that not a step further, but a step simpler. Yeah. Which I'm fine with because like, seriously, it looks like it could be real fun to watch. And again, like a good commentary on some aspects of real life. Absolutely. I will get round to this show once I actually start and finish Stranger Things Season 3, but we'll get to that. Yeah, uh, I'm let's not talk- suggest that there are superheroes in real life, but <laughs> more like we just let people that are big and famous get away with stuff without any retribution. True. There we go. There's, there's, there's one of the reasons I'm excited. Before we talk about Westworld Season 3, let's listen to a clip from The Great Hack, 
which is mm. a Netflix documentary coming soon. Here we go. I started tracking down all these Cambridge Analytica ex-employees. Someone else that you should be calling to the committee is Brittany Kaiser. Brittany Kaiser, once a key player inside Cambridge Analytica, casting herself as a whistleblower. The reason why Google and Facebook are the most powerful companies in the world is because last year data surpassed oil in value. Data is the most valuable asset on earth. So this to me is, uh, I'm really, I'm really interested in this. Mm-hmm. And it's, there's just, I can't quite put my finger on it, but it's, almost like it's telling me stuff I already know. I already know that big bad corporations are stealing yeah, and using my data for devious ends. I know that already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it looks looks interesting, yeah. but... It will give us real-life examples, and it will give us like an insight into the lives of the whistleblowers who genuinely are in danger because companies are evil and try to make people disappear. Um, but yeah, no, we've known forever now that companies are manipulating us because the honest people that have been involved in these companies have been telling us for years hey yeah exactly don't use social media hey don't don't use google don't use facebook everyone have encryption make sure that you can't be tracked because you're getting manipulated it's not like they're stealing our data and selling it so that we get advertisements like the problem is that people are getting targeted when companies corporations feel like they can be manipulated to do things that the corporations want them to do yeah which isn't ethical. It's horrendous. What I didn't know was the interesting fact that te- that that data is now more valuable, a bigger market worldwide than oil. That was a, that was a new fact I learned. A bit eye opening, and like, how come we don't get to sell our data? Like, we're, like it's mine, right? Surely, absolutely. How come I don't get a cut of whatever my d- data is getting used for? Okay, well, let's move on to from one dystopian world to another. Real life. Yeah. Well, yeah. From real life to. What probably is going to be real life in the near future, Westworld hey. Season 3. One final trailer. Here we go. Why'd she bring you back? Ford made each of us for a reason. Even Dolores. I came back to find someone who could help me. Someone strong enough to stop her if it comes to that. These violent delights have violent ends. James, this comes out next year. Wow, that's a that's a while away. Starring Evan Rachel <coughs> Wood. Evan Rachel Wood. There we go. I wouldn't, but Evan Rachel Wood. And Tessa Thompson. That was terrible. <laughs> Sorry, Tessa Thompson and uh, Chris Hemsworth's less attractive brother. James, well, yeah. what did you think about this? I don't. I don't. I don't know, Colin. It looks. Again, it could be very interesting because it's commentary Sorry, on... Sorry, can I just say that Aaron Paul was also a starring member of this He's season. doing cool stuff too, yeah. Um, again, Westworld has been trying for a while to have a commentary in real life and so far hasn't really managed to. It's, yeah, it's kind of missed the mark a little bit. But now that they're outside in the real world, sorry, spoiler alerts for the first two seasons, they could actually manage to do, here's your real life now, are you going to deal with it? watchers like this actually goes on with like robots and ai and manipulation of the masses and how easy it is to corral people and control people and rah 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 so it could be good but again the trailer was just kind of like here's a point of action here's another point of action here's a person walking towards the camera here's someone else walking towards the camera here's someone shooting a gun here's someone else shooting a gun slightly differently here's a big robot here's a small robot here's maybe a robot (laughs) 
Here's Nazi Germany. Yeah, they put Nazi Germany in with Maeve, and I don't really understand why or what her story is going to be. And I hope it's just not her getting reset back to like, hey, escape this situation now because you escaped the last ones very successfully. And I feel like they killed off some of their more interesting characters that had chances to develop still and have like kept in some characters that don't in their place so like we lost elsie who was cool and interesting yeah uh, we lost the writer boy the annoying the annoying um cowardly writer boy yeah whose name i don't remember and he was he was developing he had places to go and he could have been a good ally and they just like killed some of these characters off last minute for i don't really know what what we gained and now they're out in the real world and threatening us all with robot death yeah before we talk about uh real life calamities just my two cents on this as someone who very much enjoyed season one and to a lesser extent season two yeah i like that they're trying new things because i do feel they'd gone uh, kind of as far as they could have done with the whole theme park thing they wrapped up a lot of the theme park arcs so they did well with yeah that. i guess the one question i have is is Maeve time traveling is she now in 1940s germany or is this another theme park well no it's nazi world yeah Oh, right, okay, so it is, a, it's an, it is another world then. It will surely be a theme park thing, yeah. Okay, yeah. and then you've like, got Dolores the, in, the, in the real world. So you've obviously got, like, multiple locations and stories, which is fine, like, that's kind of what worked for, yeah. for Westworld in season one and two. Yeah, and there's still a whole lot of characters whose story arcs maybe are cut off and maybe aren't, and maybe we're going to see more of and maybe won't. I feel like they're biting off more than they can chew at this point, and they have been for a while. There's been a lot of unsatisfactory story arcs with one or two good ones that keep you keep you watching. Okay, let's uh, talk about real life news and the new British Prime Minister and leader of the Conservative Party has oh, been dear. elected, Boris Johnson. And it was like a posh boy from a privileged background. Hey, surprise! After the the voting of ninety two thousand people in the UK, has now been chosen as our new Prime Minister. Yeah, Boris Johnson, who has a history of publishing in his own words racist things, homophobic <laughs> things. Things that are disparaging against his own constituents and his own country, but not himself and his peers, is now the PM. Great. He's representing us all. Wonderful. Did you, know, did you notice that during his one of his opening speeches, he said they were going to deliver, unite, and defeat? Yeah, I know, right? And then added an E at the end e, for yeah, energize. Dude, so really that it, cool, dude. So that, it wasn't, so that it wasn't dud, but then when he delivered it, he actually said... Jude, Jude, Jude. Uh, we're going to be great for Britain or whatever. And like the the false positivity that he's going through, and like oh, I, I, it's very cringy the stuff he's saying. And I genuinely don't believe that he believes it. He doesn't believe a word he's saying. No, I I believe he he does believe his own hubris. My uh, feeling on this is. He's now appointed his own cabinet. He sacked several members of the old one. Yeah, like his cabinet, which is full of people that have literally failed the country in the past. Yeah. Okay. But now he has a Commons majority of two, which is soon to be one after uh, a by-election, which is set to be held, and the Lib Dems are expected to win it. So he will have yeah. a Commons majority of one. Wow. I mean, sounds like he's going to get a lot done with that. So then the question is, how long does he last then? He wants a general election. This cabinet is not designed for longevity. This cabinet is designed to make people that are kind of shaky on Brexit believe in Brexit so that they can call a general election. The Conservatives and the Brexit party can win all the votes and get a majority overall for people that want a no-deal Brexit. And then we yeah. get out. But that's a huge problem. There's still the Irish border. That's an issue. And he's ignoring it for the sake of like pretending that the EU tells us how to package our kippers. 
We live in joyous times, James. Like, it's just a shame. And then Nicola Sturgeon like complains rightly about it, and then half of Scotland's like, what are you doing complaining about him? You're dumb for complaining about him. And it's like, no, th- this guy literally like calls Scotland a cesspool. Yep. Maybe he didn't literally call him a cesspool, but com- by paraphrasing. Well, talking of Scotland, uh, just to wrap up for this week, we had the uh, sad news that drug deaths in Scotland are now at the highest rate in all of Europe. Yeah. And is only just at the same level as the... It's just ahead of the United States Yeah, in terms of how many people per capita are dying from drugs every year. Yeah, it's there a, is a serious drugs problem in Scotland. It's a very, very grim stat. Yeah. And the argument has been from Scotland's politicians that this is a problem that they are aware of, but their hands are tied because it's a Westminster devolved issue. Yeah, Westminster still control drug policy UK-wide. Did you say Westminster? Yeah, I say that to annoy you, Colin. Okay, you call me up almost every time I do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, let's back to the back to the point. Yes, they have drugs. They have reserved drugs policy for the UK, but to me, this is just going to be yeah, the same. So thing. the idea of UKY being put people in prison if they do drugs, and that will solve the issue, and it doesn't. And then Scotland doesn't have the power to try its own things. For example, what the rest of Europe is doing, which is decriminalising, which is decreasing drug use. Yeah, across and Europe, drug deaths. For example, Scotland's rate of deaths from drugs uh, per head of population is 50 times greater than Portugal's, who yeah. have decriminalised since the a 90s, lot of these drugs. I believe. They decriminalised in 98 or 92? Yeah, exactly. So what, what's, why can't we just do what we've done with other things like knife crime? and Knife crime. Scotland dealt with it better than England's doing. Alcohol, yeah, exactly, because it's devolved. consumption. We're dealing with it. Exactly. All, everything that gets devolved to Scotland, we, we, we turn out doing better. Well, we'll give you education. <laughs> education we're messing up we're still like even when we're talking about scotland's mental health problem is awful but it's still doing better than the mental health problems in england like whenever we get devolved powers we do better because we're a slightly more progressive country i'm not going to say we're more progressive maybe one percent more progressive but we actually try to deal with things rather than just rely on like legislation that was written in the 70s oh man i'm fussed about this like we've got a serious issue and we can't do anything about it because we don't have the power to. Yeah, and talking off, just whilst we wrap up, I'm seeing um, that the American Congress have been discussing the UK and the US trade deal. Yeah, because the UK is getting desperate for trade deals. Everybody's yeah. saying no. Oh, exactly. The Commonwealth is saying no. So according to <laughs> journalist Ali Renison, uh, Democrats are uh, more serious about the danger of having a no trade deal between the two countries if it creates problems yeah. for Northern Ireland. Yeah. Imagine a country that was founded because of the rebellion against UK causing issues within the, their borders and trying to have too much power yep. is going to take offence to the UK causing issues in the borders of somewhere where like lots of them have ancestors from. Absolutely. Like, like The number of people in America that identify as Irish is huge, so of course they care about us causing problems in Ireland. Do you think that uh, Westminster were expecting to have this be the reason or one of the main stumbling blocks for having a agreeing a trade deal maybe i don't know i don't think they care to to think about the detail they just want to tell us all that we'll get trade deals with the commonwealth because the commonwealth loves us and we'll get trade deals with america because america loves us (laughs) but the commonwealth is not going to see this as a way to have 
a trade deal that benefits the UK. The UK is less powerful now, so every nation in the Commonwealth will see this as a way to get a trade deal with the UK that imp- that is better for them. India specifically is saying this. India is saying they can get a better trade deal with the UK now than they had before. So right. that is bad for us. Um, so I, like if any country out there was like, yeah, we'll give you a better trade deal, they're getting led by idiots. <laughs> and then America doesn't want a trade deal that benefits the UK. They want a trade deal that benefits America. And then they've got the reason they've got a reason to back it up now. Like if you don't give us the rights to privatize your NHS, we won't have it unless you uh, have a have a have no border. We're not going to end up well. And Boris is just saying that if we've got a positive attitude, we can do it. Everybody, just believe. Do it for the kippers, everybody. <laughs> it's just so dumb. We're getting lied to, and manipulated by the media and by the leaders, and we're part of the media. Yeah, but we're not lying right now. This is the difference. Nobody wants a good trade deal with the UK. Nobody's going to be nice to the UK because we're vulnerable now. I agree with that. But but we're getting told by the BBC about all these great trade deal opportunities that we have in the Commonwealth because they've got the same head of state as us, as if they don't all resent us for taking advantage of them for centuries. Well, century. No, centuries. Several. Yeah. Right. It's time to wrap this up, James. This has been a long one, Carl. Time has, yeah, time has uh, surpassed us. Let's just talk about how do people get in touch. As Izzy did this week, she tweeted five. Because I don't know if the skill goes from bad to good or good to bad. Skill goes, skill goes however you want. Just, just clarify. Okay, right. James, tell us. Get people to email. Yeah, if you want to email, let us know how badly we've let you down by not talking about the Mueller testimony. Uh, yeah. Reach out to us at seesawparade at gmail.com. We'll tell you because nothing happened at the Mueller testimony. Basically. Yeah. Um, if you want to tweet us anything at all, including a rating of how you're doing right now on whatever skill you you please, uh, tweet Seesaw Parade. I would be at least a 7.5 if I wasn't so sweaty right now. I can feel (laughs) my ears. I'm doing pretty good. My headphones, I can feel the sweat. It's disgusting. Yeah. I I feel like a detriment of us being on the higher end of the scale is that the podcast episodes run longer and nobody (laughs) listens to them when they're longer. That's true. Okay, James, thank you very much for joining me and for thank you, dear listener, for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Ah, oh, thank you, everybody. Watch the YouTube videos. Yes, absolutely. We've got lots of videos. We make them now. James is a Seesaw Parade YouTube video making machine. Check him out, share them with your friends, and maybe one day in 20 years we'll hit the YouTube algorithm. Yeah, we might get a video that gets like 100 views. Maybe. That's oh, the boy. dream. There okay. we go. See you, James. Goodbye, Colin. Goodbye, Jojo. <laughs> Goodbye, Hitler. <laughs> <laughs>